Hi, this is Jerry Bose. Welcome to my podcast, Living Life in Awe. Today, we talk about self care and self love with my friend Brooke Coinger. Brooke and I talk about not only self care, as in massage and baths and going to the spa, but self care as in setting boundaries, even if it's with our children and having difficult conversations with our family. And we talk about really tough stuff like healing our childhood wounds because at the end of the day, that is really self-care. We wanna show up for our friends and family as our best self. And sometimes we think that self-care is selfish and Brooke and I discuss how it's really not selfish and really what the word selfish really truly means so it's a great conversation it's um i I think it's a very serious topic and brooke and i talk about a lot of difficult stuff in this serious yet not serious topic so i hope you enjoy the conversation let's get started when did you decide yeah. Hey, I need to do some self-care. Can we? Yeah, let's do that because I feel like that's what resonates with so many women because so so for me it's not it's not a daily practice that I stick with every time. It's almost like I'm realizing it's a growth and as the kids change and they grow and as I grow and like my husband and I's jobs change, it's like always evolving. And so for me, it was I mean, I was horrible at self-care. And for me, the the idea of self-care was, you know, like you get a massage when you need to, or I don't know, you, you like working out clearly, you know, I, I know I have to exercise as like a have to do more for physical and not as much mental. Right. Um, and I just like, like through having kids, so I have three children and then through working in my corporate job, I just never shut down. And I, I never like my priorities, my needs were always last. And I think like what I have now come to realize, but through conversations with other, at least women that I, first of all, I think it's common with women in general, but secondly, you know, like I I just, like, it just, it doesn't matter what stage of life, where you are, you know, like, I think that's common with women, but I think what accentuated it for me was twofold. One is when you're, when you're working in a job where it's like hustle culture is kind of, um, you know, looked positively on mm-hmm. and you're like out there to prove it. You know, I, I talked to a bunch of like self-proclaimed ambitious women who are like, I'm going to, I'm going to kill it at work and I'm going to prove that I can do everything. Mm-hmm. Self-care almost becomes, unless it's like a, a sign of, you know, like you've made, like you can pay for the best facial or you go to a spa and a retreat, but the self-care that I've learned is like a, such a more broader term. And it's about, you know, boundaries and shutting down when you need to and knowing your limits and all that stuff. And yeah. I think it's almost a sign, it's seen as a sign of weakness. Like you have to be, for me, I was like, I have to literally be a martyr and on my deathbed. Like I had three C-sections for baby, and I still, it was like, nope, gotta go, gotta go. And yeah. I think, you know, and so, so yeah. self-care for me was like, so at the bottom, like, like really what self-care is, you know, the, the yeah. redefined self-care. And so I don't know if that resonates with you, but for me in the, the world I was in, it wasn't just not prioritizing myself, but it was like, I just had it all backwards. Yeah. Well, I never actually thought about self-care. I was exactly like yeah. you. I was working in a corporate job. I had to commute yeah. to work. I had my daughter and 
I really never thought about myself. And I was always working from a very, very young age and I loved yeah. working, you know? So yeah. I, did, I really never stopped. And then uh, when I left my corporate job and then my daughter got sick and then I really didn't yeah. take care of myself. Yeah. yeah. And all yeah. of a sudden, I just realized one day, I was like, wait a second, I can't keep taking care of her without taking care of myself first. Yeah. Because I'm yeah. just going to fall apart. <laughs> You know, well, you know I was falling apart. Yeah. I was losing weight like crazy. And I didn't, I was like so scared to look at the scale, not because I yeah. was overweight, but because I was losing no. so much weight, you know, and it really scared a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, and I think it's so, I've heard you say that before and it resonates so much because I think everyone has heard, you know, put your mask on before others. And of course, you know, you need to take care of yourself. Like I've heard all that, but it didn't, I didn't like really like taken in and I think because what I've seen on the other side of it is I didn't realize like how short-tempered I was with the kids you know Mm -hmm. and I wasn't really totally present with them and so now being on the other side of that I realize it's not just about like oh I can you know like I just I had it all backwards and so you are so so right that I just, I couldn't be there for them, especially as they now get older and like start getting into what I know, like even more difficult, you know, middle school and high school and like more difficult things to work through with them that I I can't be there for them and truly help them unless I know how to help myself and I can use those skills. And also I can know how to like manage my stress, manage my overwhelm, manage when I, you know, have said yes to too many things so that I can really be present with them, you know? And that's like what they need. And I've heard you say, and it's so true, but it's, it's almost like so many women, at least I talked to, it's like, you've got to get to that point almost of like near breakdown or burnout to be like, okay, now, you know, yeah, no, it's really unfortunate. It's really unfortunate because you do. Yeah. And you hear so many women, like I've seen so many of these memes on Instagram and stuff too, where it's like, Oh, if I could just, you know, like, yeah. if I could just go to the hospital for a day or two with like a very mild, you know, like pneumonia, whatever. And yeah, yeah, yeah. so then I could just like, really you're wishing for, it's so crazy. It's yeah. so, so crazy that like, otherwise you just can't stop. And anyway, well, so for, I think, yeah. I don't know, I kind of, I kind of tend to blame society for that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. society has put all this burden on us poor women. Like we have to be like a perfect mom. We have to be like yeah. perfect everything. And we're, we're yeah. trying so hard to do all these things. And like, God forbid we use the S word selfish, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So yeah. Like taking care of yeah. yourself first. And I, and I heard someone say, you know, selfish coming from lack and scarcity is not good, but selfish yeah. coming from a place of love and abundance is perfectly fine. Oh and I really, it's agree so perfect. That. It's so perfect Gary. You know, what's funny, not funny at all, but the irony in me using that word, like I had this realization over the past year, I used to look, I mean, selfish was like a trigger word for me. Yeah, like, me like, you know, and I'll be get really honest too with my husband too. He's really, really good at self care and he knows like what he needs and like all that stuff. And I used to look at him and be like, oh, it'd be like a blinking neon light above, like, oh, I'm so selfish. Like, and it would just set me off and I couldn't even articulate it. And finally, you're right. It is, it is society in general, but I, I almost, I had to turn the mirror on myself first and be like, why is that so triggering? And I finally realized because I'm not selfish at all for myself. And I look at that as a negative thing. And you're so right in, in a, when it comes from an abundance and 
filling yourself up and knowing your needs, just like a knowledge of what you need. That is what everyone at a baseline needs to start with, you know? And so like, I had to turn that that word around in my head and be like, there's a reason it's so triggering because I'm not doing it, you know? Exactly. I mean, I think ultimately self-care is, I mean, it's really the really, really hard stuff. Like healing our wounds, I think is the ultimate, ultimate self-care. And that doesn't happen easily. You know, like I went through decades (laughs) saying, no, I have no wounds. I'm perfectly fine. I'm perfectly fine. I don't have any wounds, you know? And then finally one day I had to really like look at my wounds and really the healing of the wounds that's really the ultimate self-care but that you can't do that unless you do the other stuff you know unless you do the self-massage and whatever all this other stuff that to take care of ourselves then when your nervous system feels like oh okay you're taking care of me you know Mm -hmm. I feel safe Mm -hmm. and then you can do I mean at least that was how it was for me I couldn't do the healing right no, hundred and uh, absolutely. And I think, so one for me, I had to redefine what self-care was, you know, it's not just the, like you said, I mean, there is definitely some of those, you know, more immediate thing, like the, the massages and stuff to just bring you back in your body. Cause I've always been in my head too much, mm-hmm. but it was like, it was knowing who you are and what you need like that at, at the heart of it, you know? And I think when I, I talk to, again, a lot of women who are like, I, I just, I think you're right. It's society generated, but are just so many women who are also moms and are working and everything are just so overwhelmed that it's like, I don't even know where to start. Like you're on almost autopilot to just be able to tread water and learning yourself and meeting those needs. You are so right, Jerry. Like I knew when I left my corporate job, it was a huge part of my identity. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go through some like, you know, difficult. I'm going to feel like my self-esteem a little bit. Like I, I kind of intuitively knew it again in my head. But like literally facing those internal wounds and like, whether you're a people pleaser, you've had stuff happen, you know, little T trauma, big T trauma when you're a kid, like that, that is like, you're, like a part of you is dying. And I don't mean to sound like melodramatic, but it is almost like, yeah. it feels so bad. And in my mind, self-care was a good feeling, right? It was like, yeah. you come out of it, like 30 minutes of like meditation or just like a good exercise and you feel good. But like real long-term self-care when you're dedicating to yourself, it's almost like, an, an intense workout, right? Like when you're in it, it is, you're sweating. You're like, I hate every second, you know, but when you get to the other side after month, a year, a week, whatever it is that you need, you're like, oh, I get it. I get yeah, it. But it exactly. does not feel right. But I just and, want to go back to I, what you said, because yeah. you said something, it feels like we're dying. What did you say? Like, yes. You don't want to be melodramatic. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that word because instead of dying, I think the word is we are abandoning ourselves. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. And every time yeah. we don't take care of ourselves, we're abandoning ourselves. And so our self doesn't feel safe with us. And so it's like, yes. no, nothing is wrong. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect because it's like, yeah. I'm not safe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't trust you. <laughs> you take you care know, of me. Oh my God, Jerry, that was so true. And because, like, the first time I, you know, like, I used to schedule a day for myself or just like carve out, like, childcare, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. And first of all, I'd overthink it. First of all, I'd overthink it and be like, okay, what is the thing going to be that needs to, you know, like the most ultimate thing. First of all, just try out whatever you can, but I would, I would, I would go and I do it. And you're, you're absolutely right. That like, I, I get in my head a little bit, like, I I just, just, this doesn't feel great. This feels horrible, you know, whatever it is. And 
I mean, you're, you're just so right. Like you need to take some time and just know what it is you need and lean into that and get out of, like you said, like you're, you don't trust yourself. Like when I finally just for the day spent my time, it didn't matter what I did, but I felt good that like, it was this weird, like, um, subconscious level that I was like, Oh, I can trust myself to do something for myself. Like, it was yeah. so crazy that I didn't realize that I didn't like, you don't, you, yeah, you just get in this routine. And I don't know if any of that makes sense, but I, I it so resonates with me. What you're saying is like, you just get used to not believing yourself that you're going to put yourself first. Exactly. You know, like, and it's, it's crazy. Right. Uh-huh. And it, the, the fact that like, just doing that, like the other day, and I think I had told you, like, it was like, I don't know, earlier in the summer or whatever, I went and tried golf. Okay. Like my husband does it all the time. He's big in it. I was like, I don't like outside, whatever. It wasn't my thing. And like, and then I had all these excuses, like, is that really how I want to spend like three hours, like all this stuff. But at the end of it, I still don't know if it's my thing, but I felt so good that I was like, no, it's not about like, I don't have to be good. I don't have to like, I don't know, maybe I'll hate it. But the point is I carved out three hours for me to just try something, not for any output, but just to try. And I was like, I did it for me. And it exactly. felt really good about that, that feeling exactly. alone, you know? It's exactly. So, yeah, and, we right. should, yeah. and we should take the time to teach yes. us. Like you have three kids, right? So I'm sure you're spending yes. like tons of money and time te- having them take classes and courses and you're oh driving God. them around everywhere. But God forbid, like yeah. we should take a course for ourselves. We're like, yeah. oh my gosh, should I really do that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> And did you, have you done this yet? Like this, exactly what you said. So the other day, you know, the kids have these spring activities. I mean, all of them are in sports and all, driving all over the place. And we finally get to the summer. And I was like, you know, you can take a deep breath because some of the sports end and we don't have stuff scheduled. And literally the first thing I thought, like we had a Monday clear up. So we didn't have like sport, there some whatever practice ended. And I was like, oh, well now I could, cause they'd been asking to take like piano lessons. And my first thought was like, okay, now I can fill that Monday back up with something else that they need. And I was like, yeah. it wasn't even, it didn't even like rise to the surface to first be like, oh, well, what would I want to do on exactly. a Monday night? You know, and exactly. maybe I want to like, I don't know, a yoga class every Monday or take a painting class. Like, but yeah. that was so far down where I was like, okay, got their list of needs. How can I meet them? And like, just like check these boxes off. And it was like, again, a mirror moment where I was like, what am I doing? As much as I talk about this, I still find myself in those like just automatic a- autopilot, like, oh, I'm just going to continue to do for them. And like, yeah. I don't, you know, and then I know I, that I'll be like running around crazy and cranky at the end of the night. Exactly. And I Why think do I do that? Exactly. And I think we have to tell ourselves that this, what we're doing for ourselves is really for our kids because we're not showing up as the best mother that no. we want to be anyway. We're no. getting angry at them. We're yelling at them. You know, they're driving us crazy and we're not showing up <laughs> our best selves. So you might as well take the time and take care of yourself, yeah. you know? I mean, you know what too? It was literally yesterday. So my son, so we had, we came back, we were whatever, we were on vacation. We came back. Um, on Friday. And so we had nothing planned for the week. And it was so great. And so yesterday, in my mind was like this list of long list of things that we were going to do. And I was going to get like, catch up on work and, you know, a bunch of stuff. And anyways, my middle child wanted to play outside, like practice lacrosse and play Yahtzee and everything, you know, and so I was like, okay, you know what, I'm gonna do that. It's a Sunday. I've all, you know, we're back in it next week, I can do all this stuff. And at the end of the day, he was like, mommy, It's also because we're like, okay, let's try and limit the electronic. Let's like be together as a family. At the end of the day, he's like, mommy, I'm sorry. You have to babysit me all day. And I was like, it was like a slap, right? It was like a slap in the face because I was like, oh my God, how many times am I just 
I mean, and that's a, a kind of part of self-care too, right? Is like, like I went back to like being present and able to be like, meet my own needs and then be like really present with the kids and calm and stuff. And so when I am, he's like used to me being on edge, right? He's like used to me being like, why do you need me to do? I got this to do. Like we got our chores. And you know, like when I'm not meeting my own needs, that is how I come across to him. And so it's like almost, it was like heartbreaking. Like he's apologetic of like, thank you for, you know, like, you know, hanging out with me. And I was like, this is what it's all about. This is it. And you can't do that all the time, but to take a step back, I wouldn't have been able to do that if I wasn't meeting my own needs and like had my own self-care and knew what I, you know, in the morning needed to like have my time that then I'm like totally present and enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, keep going. Like your point, right? And you're right. They see it. They totally see it. They pop up. It's like, you know, kids, they're going, they're using their feelings. So they yes. can feel everything. They can feel our energy. They, my daughter is like so sensitive when she was young. She could always feel how. Yes. And this is this child. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know, you've heard like the kids do as you do, not as you say. And so like, that's, they're picking up on all of that too. Yes. And they're, they're so good. You're right. With like their body. And like, that's what I'm trying to tap into for my own self-care. It's like, again, know what you need and meet your own needs. Like for me, it's getting out of my head. And yeah. like into my body and really feeling like, what am I strapped, you know, and catching it early before I'm like flat out, like, you know, having an anxiety attack because I've overscheduled my day and I can't meet all the, you know, it's like yeah. catching it early when I'm like, oh, feeling a little, you know, like, whatever <laughs> that feels like in my body. And I just, I think that's a, that's one of the big things is like going back to, you know, how do you like women, women that are on autopilot? Yeah. It's like, what is your goal to start? Like, why? you know, everyone needs self-care, but there's so many different forms and they have so many different outcomes, right? Like, yeah. are, do you need it to relax? Do you need it as like a cleansing breath? Do you need it to like, cause you're overscheduled and you need to set boundaries. Like for me, it's like, you know, and it could, it's different every day, but self-care, yeah, exactly. there's different goals, you know, like what, what is driving you towards it and what do you really need? And then, then you figure out like kind of what those activities are to need it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Also women, you know, we are very much like people pleasers. We want oh to make everyone yes. happy, yes. everything together. And so yep. we do all these things that we don't want to do because we want to keep like the family together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All this kind uh-huh. of stuff. And I think when we do that, again, we're abandoning ourselves, you know? Yeah. We have to like I mean, put it's like so a tr- hard, like, no, I am not doing this. <laughs> you know, and I think too, it comes from, at least for me, you know, clearly I'm a self about like people pleaser, which I'm working on too. And you're right. Like, you know, for me, I always said, you know, when the kids were younger, like, what do I want to do? I want to do what, you know, just makes the family the happiest. Mm-hmm. And truly that's, I mean, that's true at the heart of like, as a mom, of course you love your kids being happy, but where I think that underneath, if I dig, like peeling back this onion, the layers of the onion is, I think it falls on moms a lot to be the, um, the, the emotional measure of like the family. Right. So, so when I have, you know, I like with five people in our family, that is so many relationship dynamics to measure. And I know ahead of time, I'm like, Oh, they said that. So that's going to set off this one. And then we're going to have a bad mood on this one. And so like, I spend my time, like you talk about the, the mental load, right. That women and moms have, and like, it's invisible load. Like that is a huge one that I'm like, you know, my husband could be like, oh, well, we're just going to pack this for lunch. We don't have the right waffles, you know, <laughs> he'll be like, okay, sure, but I'm going to deal, you know, I know it's going to be an hour of a meltdown and all this stuff. And so back to like what you said too, it's like, I just want them to be happy, but I think it's because then it falls back to me on like, like, 
like setting those boundaries and being like, you, you can be unhappy and I don't need to fix it. And you guys are going to deal with it. And it's so hard because that's part of my mental load is like managing all those dynamics, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, we take that on. I'm not sure why we take 100%. that on. It's like, yeah. why do I have to keep the everybody's emotional state like stable? You know? Isn't it? It's like, as much as I like to be like, and that's why you, like when you started this and say, you know, what's your self-care routine? It's like, I'm just in it. Like I'll have these epiphanies and like, just kind of, you know, why do we do this? And God, women deserve so much more. And oh, why do we take a, what the pay gender gap, all the things. And then I'm like, I'm the worst. I have this mirror. And then I'm like, where does it stem from? And I guess that's part of, like you said, just, it's a constant trying to like, not accept what is as a status quo and like turning the mirror back around and be like, why am I doing this? But like yes. the start is like an awareness of like, awareness, oh my God, yes. I keep, I keep doing this. Why do I do this? Oh, because I think I need to manage everyone's emotions. Why do I feel like I need, you know, like, it's just mm -hmm. like, it's mm -hmm. this onion that is like a never ending layers, you know? <laughs> and I think, well, you have a daughter and so that you, I think yeah. we also need to think about our daughters. And I was telling someone this the other mm -hmm. day, like, I'm always thinking about how can I be an example for my mm -hmm. daughter? You know, like I need to think about like, how am I showing up? You know, so and good. I don't want right. to show up like, like a hot no. mess that happens <laughs> for life. You know? I mean, you're absolutely right too. Cause even besides like, the hot messness that I am a lot of the times too, it's like, I mean, if she sees me feeling like, I don't want her to have to take on the world or, you know, and just yes. that, like, I just, I mean, I'm going to, again, sound, I don't know what it'll sound like, but I just am like, God, if women could release so much of that pressure on themselves that they take on and like how that manifests is through, you know, burnout and just overwhelm and doing too much. And then you're like, I can't take on anymore, which is then like figuring out your real authentic self and what makes you happy. Like if we could release that and really just lean into like, this is what I need. I'm going to be quote selfish. Like we talked about in like yeah. an abundant way that's the unlock. I mean, there's so much in society. I know that just holds women down certainly, but like it's part of it is that it's like, there's so much potential, you know? And like, yeah, exactly. if, and, also and, uh, I would yeah. say also the other thing I just thought about is, is having yeah. uh, the courage to have difficult conversation. No, I think it's also that's such a big one. Yeah. Such a big one. We it's never still that that me like, I feel it. Oh, yeah. We oh never God, did that have the difficult conversations. And I think that that has really changed the dynamics in our house a lot is having these conversations that you don't want to have. I mean, you don't want yeah. to have it in the beginning, but once you get going and afterwards, you know, so I had that talk, you know? Well, and you know, and, and the, the add on to that, I'd say, cause you're absolutely right. Oh God. I, I like, it, I just feel it coming like, Oh God, like the anxiety yeah, yeah. that I hear a lot of people, but is also that it's okay to, feel what you feel and like what I mean for me you know if I got angry or frustrated and I think this is again a, like girls a lot are you know like I a clear I'm literally like oh, why do I feel that ah oh, that's ridiculous you know like I, I know I can handle this or I can because you know then when you get into work it's like this I can do this I can shatter the glass ceiling or I can handle all the things you know but like you don't have to, and you're allowed to be like, this is a lot, or this is stressful, or I'm annoyed at this conversation. And you're allowed to have those feelings and like, listen to them. And then you're right, have the conversations about that. Yeah. And I think for me, besides even not having the conversations, I stopped even at the feeling that I was having. I was like, wow, oh, okay, I can handle it. This is frustrating me, but okay, like I can do it, you know, and, or, you know, like others have it worse. So I shouldn't complain, whatever, yes, whatever it yes. may be. Making excuses. 
Yes, in a way that was like, of course, like two things can be true, right? That's what you hear all the time. Yeah. It's like people can, yes, have it way worse with like sick kids or lost their job or what, whatever the stressor may be and that you don't have. But that doesn't mean that it, it shouldn't minimize because then you're never dealing with it too. Exactly. And you're just taking on more and more. And, exactly. It yeah. shouldn't minimize your thing. It, that's like, that's kind of like what I think about when I think about my healing of my childhood wounds. I'm always like, yeah, hey, but uh-huh. that person had it like so much worse than me. It's yeah. like, okay, fine. They had it worse than you, but you still have to validate what you went through. hundred percent. Heal that, you know? It's just yes. They had it worse. doesn't mean you don't have your own wounds. Oh my God. I know. And that's what I find myself doing a lot. And it's been, it's been so uh, freeing, I guess, in those words, but just because when people really love you, you have those difficult conversations, you stand by your emotions. It doesn't mean you're going to, you know, roller coaster that or whatever, you know, like steamroll them, I guess is the word, but it like when they're open to like truly trying to understand where you're coming from, I'm like, okay, you can't, you know, it's, it's, you're allowed to have that feeling and kind of stand by it and say, okay, it's like, you're both solving the problem. You know, it's like, we talk about relationship communication, you know, where you're like, okay, we're both going to take this on versus when I hold it back, I'm like passive aggressive. I'm not sharing exactly. with you my true self. They don't know what to do with that. Like it just perpetuates. And it's like, I don't like myself right now. Why would you want to work through this? Right? Like, and so there's so many layers of like owning it and then talking through it. And then, okay, how do we both you know, solve this problem versus like, you know, trying to dance this dance that we've done forever that doesn't actually do anything, you know? I know, you know, sometimes so, I wonder, like, how is it even possible that two adults can be married <laughs> for such a long time? Because we're like all so, so messed up, you know? I'm like, so how does it work? I don't know. And that's where it's like, I, t- I totally agree. And it, it's like, you learn because some, I feel like some couples, they learn their dance, you know, the, the dance they do and like, and then there's no changing, but you, the other couples, there's other couples that are like, okay, I'm going to change a little bit. Then how does that affect you? And it's, it's like, we're constantly evolving and trying to be our best selves. And that's hopefully who we've ended up with. Right. It's like the yeah. person that's like, okay, by you doing this, you're becoming a better and better person. <laughs> like, yeah, you're right. It's, I'm, it's I'm hopeful. We get into our patterns. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's what my husband and I, I mean, this is in the relationship thing to talk about like self-care is like, I think one of the hardest things for us is communication. And it's because for me, it was like how to talk through like hard feelings and like what I perceived as conflict. Like that was so, so it was like, just literally just community. We talk different languages, you know, which is yes. en- normal yes. in anyone. But part of, again, back to like self-care is so much bigger than what I used to think it's that even. And like, you know, we just, I can't over it. Like what, um, just focus on this enough which is like it's all like you said the patterns it's figuring out what it is why are you doing what you're doing what's the person you want to be and how do you move towards that you know what do you need to do that and exactly for me it was a big thing was like communicate just so passive aggressive and just so many things and I was like oh my god exactly well you can start you know like small chunks okay I see that I'm a people yes I want to take that off my plate so let me see how can I do that I see I'm yes. passive aggressive. I want to take that off my plate. How do I do that? <laughs> exactly. It's like, okay, we're not taking on, taking on the world, right? It's like, okay, we're not going to run a marathon the first time we go out. So let's, you know, like exactly. first workout is going to be a, like a five minute walk or something. But exactly. I mean, it really is just, I think like, the, I, I, clear, honestly, like for women that I feel like are so overwhelmed, I'm like where do I even start? Like, I really do think it's five minutes of just starting to like, like carve out just so you can be aware. Like I, mm-hmm. I think literally for me, it took, and I knew you and I've talked about this, leaving a job that was so, 
um, I just was on autopilot between yeah. parenting and then the job and stuff. It took leaving there and it was, it took a couple months of just like stopping and being aware of like, God, what are these patterns that I have? And like, and it wasn't doing, which feels really weird, right? Because that was the other thing for self-care. It was like, when you come from like a hustle culture, it was like, for me, self-care had to be doing something. Like exactly. I had to be, exactly. you know, exactly. No, I just, agree with you. We need to be aware yeah. of how we're yeah. taking care of ourselves and that awareness. I don't even know how you start that awareness, you know, because oh when you're God. running all the time, you don't even yeah. realize that you're not taking care of yourself. No. So it's, yeah, it's, you're right. So I, actually, I mean, in Jerry, I hate to talk about your ahead. retreat that you're planning. Oh, at the end of yes. And thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's a great idea. I just saw it the other day on your on your feed. Oh. And I was like, oh my God, it looks gorgeous. So your goal for that retreat yeah. is getting women together it's, to take care of themselves. And yes, yes. I mean, so thank you for bringing that up because and I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but I mean, I when I left, so my thing was when I left corporate, you know, I just, I wish I had people around me that were, and I don't mean to, poop, I mean, not corporate, but just a job that I felt overwhelmed in, in any world, you know? And I had a lot of people around me that were like, yeah, it stinks and whatever. But I was like, but I know it can be better. I know I like, I, it's something within me. It's not the job. I'm going to take whatever my people pleasing tendencies and I'm going to bring it to something else, you know? And so for me, it was this process. And I was like, I needed, and I had all these reasons why I couldn't do self-care, you know, like I would love to go for a week long retreat to Costa Rica. Of course I would, but I have kids <laughs> and I have, you know, like a husband and like a money, you know, like all the, that would be ideal. And so for me, I was like, I, I was searching for something that was like low barrier entry. I'm going to use the business yes, term, but yes. it's like, I, I don't, I, I can't make that many excuses because it's local. It's hitting the things I need. It's quick, you know, it's a weekend. And it's like, it's almost like it's the breadcrumbs. It's a start to like really investing in myself. And I couldn't find it. And I was like, you know, on the one hand, I was like, create what you wish existed. You know, like I had this like hanging up, like create what you wish existed. And I had all these egos. I still do. I'm like, who am I to do that? You know, I don't, I don't have the answers for anyone, but God, have I been through it? I, you know, like, well, you can just, you can just do what we're doing right now. Just have a bunch of women together, you know, even if it's five or six women and just chat about like, where do you even start your self-care? You know, like, how do you even start and you know what else, Jerry? That's you're exactly right. So that's the intent of it. It's the end of September. It's in Maryland. Low, like no excuses for women here in Maryland. You can drive. It's a weekend. You know, there's still going to be like kids' activities. That's always the case. But it really is to surround around like a community of women just in the same place. And it's about spending a weekend of like I call it rediscovering yourself because it's oh, about cool. you know yeah read it because what do you need? So it's 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 the start of what we talked about. Like you can't it's a long process, right? But the first step is like pausing and being like, what, what is it? What, why, you know, like, what are my patterns? Why am I just stepping out of the autopilot a little bit and the needs of everyone and just having like two days solely to yourself to start just having those questions and then have other people to talk through with, you know? Mm -hmm, and, exactly. and then, and then the last thing I'll say too, is I really am a believer, like, um, Dr. Nicole LaPera, I don't know if you read how to do yes. the work and, she, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so she has this triangle of self-care. Right. And she starts, she's like, you can't get to your best, most authentic, you know, like creative self that really knows what you need until you meet your basic needs. Right. Like yes. nutrition, community, yes. oxygen, all, you know, like movement. And so for me, I was like, okay, it's, of course, it's not going to come quit that quickly, but if we can have a place where we all go to, where we can have those basic needs met, you know, we're having our community, we have great food, we're, you know, 
then we can lean into, can we carve out some time where we lean into that creativity and just see what comes up then? That's when we're going to be able to meet, like, this is what I need. This is what my highest self is telling me I want. And so my highest vision for this, and again, it's like, is exactly, it could be five women as we go away. And I would love for those to pop up everywhere. You know, it's really just, I just, I think that's the start of what women need is like, yeah. let me just pause and see what do I need. So thank you for bringing up the, yeah. So that's September. So we'll see. I mean, it's, it's like my greatest joy to just do it for myself. You know, exactly. <laughs> Nothing else. I'm like, I will come here and just, you know, kind of retreat for three days. So exactly. Well, um, I, have a, I have a friend of mine, she's a doctor and she goes, you know, she sees all these like dramatic things. And she's like, you know, I sometimes feel like I need yeah. to tell someone these because I can't just hold it on for myself. Yeah. Okay. She yeah. Like, for hers, it, it's it's quite dramatic for her. But I said, why don't you just journal? You know, just journal yeah. about what you saw today or what you heard today. And she was like, Yeah, really? Like that was like something new for her. Like, oh my god, yeah. Think about that. So you know, something that you and I may take for granted to somebody else, right. like, oh wow, that sounds amazing. You're right. You know, I, I, I agree. And you know what? And I, I that's why it was such a blessing meeting you and some of the groups that we've like talked to because. I really do believe you're, you know, you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So if you yes. find yourself unhappy as a mom, you know, I, I do, I have a lot of moms that I talk to that are just like, and, and I was too in this happy, happily blissful bitching state, you know, sorry, excuse me, language, but it was like, you know, where I was like, yes. I just want to complain. And I still am that, you know, I just want to complain about, you know, kids yes. and husband, but when you surround yourself around women who are like, okay, you know, we take that as a given right now in our status and like, you know, where we are, like we have a lot asked of us, but like, I know it can be better. And what can we do? And like, you're kind of striving. And so for me surrounding my, and not in an unhappy way, you know, like you can be in like, oh, this is horrible where we are. No, like there's so many, like you said, I journal and it helps me. And I feel so much better doing this. And like, it just is inspiring that, yeah. you know, you, people who are in a similar situation and just want to strive for more and happiness and are letting things go and know their boundaries and are just like not holding grudges, like all that stuff. I'm like, it's so possible and for possible. everyone, you know, yeah, it's just, it you got to know what it is for you. Exactly. And, so, and yes. also you need to see other women doing that, you know, like, Oh wow. Yes. That? You're taking the time to yes. learn something new. You're taking the time to meditate, yes. You're taking the time to do something, you know, like play tennis yes. or whatever. And when you see yeah. that other women with kids can do it, then you realize, okay, I can do it too. You know, because yeah. I, when I was working and I was taking care of my daughter and I, I didn't see, I saw women doing the same thing I was doing, you know, hustling. Right. Yes. Yes. And then you kind of feel like you're giving up, right? You're or like, I thought I was like a failure, right? I was like, ah, oh, well, if this is too much and I'm choosing something else, like clearly I've worked so hard, I've gone to school, grad school, I've done all this. And now I'm just like giving up. Like it was such a, but if you see others who are really exceeding in, following their own path and you're like oh I could be so awesome and amazing but also <laughs> love what I'm doing and be calm with my kids you know like you know it's possible you don't have to stay on that path and so I, I totally agree which is why I like I so appreciate talking to you and other women that are just kind of like following that too and have done the work done the work it's not like we said earlier it does not feel good every day <laughs> doing that you know exactly. <laughs> oh thank oh, you so goodness. much for this conversation oh, Jerry, this is so nice so I mean, it's been a blessing for me too. It's like we said, just around like having these conversations too. And you just know you're not alone. It's yeah. it's so good. And it just gives me motivation to keep going, right? Exactly. Like you're not going to have the answer every day, but like just every day you find, you figure out something new about yourself. So exactly. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you so, so much. Keep Bye. doing what you're doing and keep spreading the word through this podcast. Okay. I will. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you later.
Ciao. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really appreciate a positive review and a positive rating. Plus, if you could share it with your friends and family, it would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much. See you next time.